contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Welcome to episode 26 of Failures and Fakes. I'm your dad and your father and your paternal man and your poppy. I'm Cooper Nichols. And today in this wonderful age and era of discovery and love, I am joined by the magic of meat space by Kyle Schultz. Okay, so can, can I have can I have a little tiny little intro bit second? Is that okay? Yeah. Or should, or should we go through the intro first? No, go for it. Okay, so yesterday, I don't know why it all of a sudden it flared up, but... My fucking mustache hair was getting real low, right? And and then I had like I have to wear a mask at work, so so it was just like it. I, I had such a hard time yesterday, not wanting to just rip the mask off and then pluck the hairs out of my mustache. So so this this morning, because last night we like we were at this drive-in movie, right, and all this. So I didn't have any time after I got home from work to do anything. So this morning I'm trying to find scissors, and I can't find any scissors. So I go to work, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this again. So I, I get to the job and I take my pliers. Hell yeah. And they're okay, they're they're called diagonal cutters. People say it's short as dykes. Maybe we can't say that, but I take my dykes and I <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what they're called. I take my dykes and I cut my mustache hair this morning in front of the like the the rearview mirror on the truck. <laughs> Cutting, cutting my mustache hair because I just didn't want to deal with it. Oh my god. So I trimmed my hair with my pliers this morning. That's oh yeah, desperation. Boy. Did it work well? <laughs> it, it worked okay. I pulled a few, but... I'm also joined by my brother and your other father, TJ Nichols. I have a weird story about cutting facial hair, but it was inside my nose. It was Ooh. inner nostril hair. Um, <laughs> I was... It sounds like international a little bit if you say it real fast. Yeah. Inner nostril hair. <laughs> So I was uh, at work and I looked in my mirror just to make sure nothing was fucky, no like major zits or anything. And I noticed like this big long hair and I couldn't pull it out from my nose. Like it just refused. And I had a box cutter (laughs) and I took it and I just pulled the nose hair as hard as I could. And I just chopped that shit off. I've done that. Do you guys not like pluck your nose hairs? I do. Well, not pluck them. You miss them sometimes. Oh man, I'll I'll, I'll reach in my nose and I'll just grab a freaking handful. Oh, and rip them! I hate my nose hairs. If you okay, but okay, so if you only have one, if you pull one, it fucking hurts. If you have like a full like finger load, <laughs> it doesn't hurt as bad. Like if you get multiple at a time, it's not as painful. It always tickles so much that my eyes water, so I just cut them. It must be something to do with the surface area. Like you have, you have a. <laughs> we're getting into nose physics. If, if we get it, like that, like if you're thinking about the topology that you create <laughs> when you pull your nose hairs. So Kyle, if you only have one, it's like a real, real pointy Everest. But if you have a ton, it's like more of a plateau, <laughs> right? Yeah. You have a bunch, so like, the, like the 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 peaks aren't as as drastic. It must be that. <laughs> I think that's with like any hair though. I think if you pull one single leg hair, it's going to hurt a lot more than if you had quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
I, I, it's like a sharper pain. Yeah. When you pull one, it's like really sharp. That's like the ones that make your eyes water. Um, I'm also joined in my meat space by <laughs> Parker Schultz. Parker, are you the I uncle? Get, sure. Why not? Okay. I get down by my Adam's apple. So I have all my like, uh, whatever normal face hair on my face, which, <laughs> which doesn't grow that fast. Well, it actually does grow pretty quick, but it doesn't get super long really fast. But I have two hairs down here, which grow about six times faster than the rest of it. So if I don't pay attention, like I'll have these long fucking ass hairs <laughs> sticking out of my neck. And it's literally two? Yeah, it's two. But I have to make sure every time that I get them or else I look stupid because I have these things <laughs> hanging out of me. Oh, they're annoying. That's <laughs> so I good. also, Hannah has to maintain my unibrow. She maintains it? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it. No Does way. Does she get the crazy. sides as well? Yeah. 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 She got me like a little straight razor and I was like, well, you've already been doing it for however long. You can just keep doing it. <laughs> just use the tool that you got me. She does yeah. a good job because your unibrow goes in real fast. Yeah. Like you have some thick eyebrows. Ooh, I have I have a last fun hair story. Yeah. When I was in high school, and we've talked about that all my all my girls and all my girls. All my friends <laughs> in high school were girls. All my bitches in high school. <laughs> Is that what you meant? No. Oh, okay. I was a little confused there. There was, said it. there was one day that I was peeing in the school bathroom and I had a very long pubic hair. Like, give me, give it to me in inches now. Five inches. Holy shit. Located you're, where? You're okay, saying, but listen. You're saying this long. Yes. Because you, 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 obviously it was all crinkle crankle and then you, you pull it. I'll get there. Okay. But so, where was it exactly located? Was it shaft. like pubic or was it balls or was it like shaft. near your shaft? I would say it's like the no man's land between shaft and, pu- and like pubic. Okay. Okay. So it's like that gentle that, slope you that get. That ridge line. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Upper shaft. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or would that be lower shaft? It would be lower Wouldn't shaft. the top of your shaft out of the head? I was saying upper shaft. Can you imagine a, a five-inch hair on your upper shaft? Which penile district are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. That would be awful to grow hair. Which quadrant? Like near the tip of your shaft. Okay. We're not talking about that. <laughs> Continue your story. So I was peeing in the bathroom at school and noticed that I had like a five-inch long pube. And I freaked the fuck out because I like keep it managed. But this was like out of the blue, just one day, just like the longest fucking thing ever. You kept your pubes managed in high school? Yeah. Wow. I did not. I did not. I, you, I, you I get, let that I let that forest grow. No, dude, you get stank. I was more concerned about the stank and the comfort than anything. So I like tug on it a little bit and but, it like fucking hurts really bad. But you came, right? <laughs> you knew that one was coming you do it not expecting that you do it <laughs> yeah. bet you came right <laughs> oh did it make you so calm 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 so <laughs> i i get i i don't know how to uh, i i yank the pube a little bit a little on your nude and it fucking hurt so bad. So I told like one of my friends in my class about it. And she's like, that's not okay. Like that's not supposed to happen to you. So I started freaking out. And as soon as I got home, I went in and like, just like cut it off from the base. But it was just like a head hair that had like tied itself to my pube. 
Oh, like that no, makes sense. no shit. Like an actual knot. Like you know when you put your earbuds in your pocket and they get a little fucky. It takes a few hours to fix. A few I had- hours. <laughs> Holy shit! How long are your earbuds? Some of us are less intelligent than others. <laughs> so I spent. I literally spent like the entire day at school just freaking out that I had like something inside of me mutant pubes. like a second head inside of my pubis that was causing me to grow very head hairs but no it was just a knot was it like different colored than your yeah do the drapes max to match the carpet it was pretty close it was weird it's very odd how knots tie themselves better than you could ever tie a knot like when you're fishing yeah like these knots are uh, ridiculous there's no way you can get them out. They're unreal. It's like, yeah, how does not this cool. even happen? To start off the episode today, after our pubic hair and nose hair and every other hair talk, we wanted to say thank you to everybody that has sent us messages lately. Uh, we really appreciate it. Everybody commenting on Instagram. Thank you. Y'all are sweethearts. Yeah, we got this really long, sweet message from Besturly. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's a little different. But it was really cute, and it made me tear up a little bit, because, I don't know, it was about, like, listening to our music and thinking how great it was, and I was just thinking of, like, the bands that I listened to in high school, and, like, I don't know, it's such a big deal, yeah. you know, once it becomes a little more personal, and I was like, oh, that's really sweet, so thank you, yeah. Best Turley. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you for sharing with your friends. Y'all, we got new listeners. I guess people have friends these days. Um, we got a message from somebody who goes by soccer mom. So there's that. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize that soccer moms <laughs> so would listen to that. our music. No, it's, I think it's a guy. Yeah. He didn't know you guys had left the band, but he reached out to us and said, do you have any tips on finding people to jam with? I can't seem to find anyone who plays any instruments. Uh, well, no, just, just. <laughs> That's helpful. Get some fucking brothers, I guess, is, is, is the easiest way to <laughs> you do guys it. Cheated. Yeah, we we honestly cheated, and and TJ was like, ah, ah. and then and then and then TJ stuck. Like it was it was just like I'm sure you know one person who plays who plays something, like one. No, they said they don't know anybody. I would say they're being a little bit hyperbolic. I think I think most people probably don't know anybody that plays an instrument. I, I think mean, I think he probably knows he probably knows like six different like wannabe DJs. I don't know. I, I I feel like most people tinker. Yeah. I, th- I think what he's asking is something serious. Exactly. Um, my recommendation would be to see if there are any Facebook groups or anything like that in your area uh, that instruments or <laughs> instruments musicians tend to flock to. Uh, in Spokane, we have the Monumental Music Group on, or I think it's Music Exchange on Facebook, and people post on there like every day looking for. Does it still have? People posting in it? Yeah, it's still really active. Oh, I didn't know that. So look for something like that if you can. Um, Otherwise, if your city has a subreddit, I would post there and just see if anybody's interested. Um, Oh, I didn't realize that cities have their own subreddits. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like the Spokane one gets a lot of people asking about just that kind of stuff. Like who wants to play D&D or who wants to join my band or who wants to record with me for this? So I would start online because that's where everything is now. And ask your friends if they know anybody. Otherwise, you could even go to local shows, I think, and just, like, ask around. Well, I mean, Probably, you could try. Honestly, the, I mean, right now you can't. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> kind of screwed on that last one. but Like, when we started, it was totally different. Like, the climate of just everything as far as music goes. 
So we don't really have like a good, and like our version of things is totally different than I think majority of bands. I honestly don't have an outlier in that sense. Yeah. I, I, well, no, I don't think so. I think a lot of bands like members, at least successful bands, I would say, um, most of them, uh, have known each other for a very long time. Most of their relationships are very far reaching and, and it's like they've built up that chemistry, I guess you could say. And they just have a, a long standing relationship. Not always good, but um, yeah. so it's really tough. I don't know how I, I've I've had this conversation with tons of fans. They always ask this stuff and I just say I honestly don't know what to tell you because I have two brothers that play music and a friend that plays music. And it was just literally that easy. Well, and we were always surrounded by other musicians. Like growing up, like we knew so many people that played music, uh, like whether it was family, like cousins or just like neighborhood kids that we grew up with. Like we, I mean, Costas, for example, there was like tons of kids in high school that we knew that were in band that also played other instruments outside of like the brass instruments that they would play. So I don't know. I It's weird. It's kind of like making friends after high school. Like where do you make friends? Like how the fuck? If yeah. you're not in college or something, like majority of the people that I know and that like I speak to on a regular basis are like old coworkers. Yeah. And I don't speak to really anybody from high school. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird. And cause growing up, like Jake and I would put out, like we would do like Craigslist ads looking for band members when we were like, we were really trying to be in a band, you know, like, or we would go to around to like all the bulletin boards <clears throat> around town to like local grocery stores or like laundromats or whatever. And we would like make flyers and post them places and be like, we're looking for somebody to join this band. Yeah. It didn't ever, nothing ever happened. If it, yeah, even if it right. would, like we probably would have been shit anyways, but we were always trying to put together like whether it was like cousins, like Jordan, we wanted yeah. to make a band with Jordan. Like it's really tough. I it, don't know how you do it. It's it's ridiculous too. And and when you're when you're literally no one, when it comes like to the music scene, and you find someone who wants to play music, we we had we had a couple people that we tried to play music with, and they were just shit, or they or they were too nervous to play, or whatever it was. So how do you as a maybe serious you, you probably are serious if you're asking the question, but um, how do you how do you like discern who you have no you have no pool to choose from? You're just like I want to find a person to do this, and I would say nine times out of the ten, that person's not going to be someone that's going to really be compatible. Yeah. So well, because it, it's I not totally, just like it's kind of yeah, it's not even like your <laughs> musicality or your talent as far as being a musician. It's, it's also person, your personality yeah. and like what kind of. So even if you found somebody that was like a fucking great drummer or a great guitarist, like are you going to get along with them? Do you have the same sensibilities as far as like the sound that you want to go for? And that was what, the thing that was nice for me joining the ongoing concept was it was already established as a band and it was moving in a direction where I saw that I could fit in that like more metalcore style rather than the whatever. Yeah. Progressive dream. You can say, yeah, I was just gonna say, you can say dream. Yeah. That's what it was. So I don't know. Like I, I got really lucky and I don't, I really honestly wouldn't know how to prescribe somebody to start a band. Yeah. I guess to end the answer to that question, I would say it's really dependent on your city. If you're in a small town, it's going to be a lot harder than if you're in a bigger city where there's just going to be more people. The more people there are, the easier it's going to be to find. Um, Yeah, look online. Just remember that 
it takes time, I think. Like, Every I've done I've done myself like a few musical projects that just I didn't want to do after a couple like rehearsals or whatever because I was like this is not my thing. So be prepared to like cycle through different groups of people or just different people. Yeah, yeah most times always gonna yeah. fit. Yeah. I I've always hated when people have asked me to jam with them. I'm just like I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't do have. That. I have no interest in in faking my way through whatever kind of schmishmash you want to play. It just doesn't. What, what's the, yeah. I think a lot of people in like. I th- maybe it was Wolves of the Gate. There's so many bands that we talked to about like getting new members or like replacing members and then putting out a record. And a lot of it was they were a fan of the band. They went to the shows. They got along with the band. They weren't just like a fan that was punishing them every show that they went to. It yeah. was more of like a friendship that they built. So I think it's really about like the the local community when you're first starting out is who are the musicians? Like, who are the players in the game? Like, who do you look up to? And, like, what bands are you trying to sound like or be like? Or how do you want to represent yourself as? And that's exactly what happened after we left with the ongoing concept. Because there was this band, a local band around here that was called Straight to Our Enemies. And it had it had Cody Rhodes, which was the drummer that took Parker's place. It had Ian Nelson, which is the bass player that took TJ's place. And it had Andy Coteau, who was kind of... In Straighter Enemies, he was like the singer or the screamer, I should say, but he also plays guitar. So he kind of took like a like that kind of role in the ongoing concept. But that was the band that we kind of aspired to be like when we were a local band. And then it was it was kind of a weird shift Swapped. because we we got signed and then they they toured a little bit, but they didn't really get very far with with that band. But then Dawson decided to ask basically the whole band to join. So it was, it was just kind of yeah. a weird flip flop, but that's really how it starts. I think for people who are serious about it is going to local shows. Yeah. Like you're saying, and, and seeing what kind of people there are. It's not hard to find. Like you can, I don't know how you do it today. Like, I don't know how yeah. you would like find out about a show besides like Instagram or Facebook or I don't know. Do you, do people post like fucking show flyers on like TikTok? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know how that works, but no. I don't know, like just find a local show if whether it's like the pop punk scene or a metal scene, like whatever sound that you're going after, you're going to find musicians in that. And also you don't need a band. Yeah. Like if you, if you feel like that's what you need to do and like you feel music is where your place is at, like figure out how to record, like just do things on your own, like learn how to do MIDI. Like it's not... You don't have to be guitarist to add guitar to your music. Like you can fucking edit yourself to make it sound like you know what you're doing. Yeah. It takes time and work, but yeah. everybody oh most yeah. everybody has time right now. And but, just like yeah. work on your own shit. I think yeah. that's like the biggest thing is make connections with like friends. Don't do it to make a connection. Do it to like be a part of something. You know, rather than like, oh, I, I get if I meet this person, they and then I can meet this person, then I can get something going. Then like, I can launch myself. Yeah, guys. do it like as a sincere thing because people can see right through that shit. Like we would have people all the time that would ask to join our band or like, what, like, do you know anybody who's looking for a this or that? Like, no, like stop. Like you come off as so thirsty that nobody yeah. wants to be around you. It's yeah. So I, and that's. That's um, it's it's. I think it's a funny mentality because I think a lot of those people that ask those sorts of questions just wanted to 
and they maybe didn't understand this when they asked or they didn't have the foresight, but the foresight, that sounds funny. I just want to <laughs> sounds like force force Yeah. But there it is. <laughs> they, they probably, they probably didn't, didn't realize that they really, all they wanted to do was just ride the coattails of another band. <laughs> and, and when people are looking for members, I think a lot of time what they're actually looking for is motivation and, oh, we're just going to have all these people together and all this chemistry is just going to magically happen and we're going to make an album and it's going to just poof, it's there. Yeah, like, it doesn't work like, like that at all. If if you are not motivated enough to to like make your own music and do something about it, then it's not going to happen when there's three more people involved and you have all that scheduling to deal with yeah. and all that personality issues to deal with. It's you have to be motivated if you want anything to happen. We saw bands fall off all the time. I don't know, like every six months or so that we would play like a hometown show, we would see like three or four new bands around. Yeah, and then next six months they wouldn't be there anymore yeah and what bands from spokane which is a pretty big town like and used to have a huge metal scene what bands have been signed from spokane but like who who, not even like signed but like who has longevity yeah there's like very few let's let's name them so would you count straight to enemies yeah they did they did quite a bit same with like uh a pyrrhic victory like they were around for some time yeah but like also they were all dealing with like member changes and like yeah you have to accept the fact that until things start like popping like you're gonna have people that are a part of your group or your community that are going to leave because things aren't hitting right away I don't know if that's the same today with internet culture because we were like when we started, it was MySpace. Like we fucking sat on computers and would play our own songs on MySpace to get listens, just so people would pay attention and be like, "Oh, this band has a couple thousand listens on their MySpace. Maybe it's something I would want to check out." So th- the way that we did things is completely different than how you it- do them now. I mean, we're talking about all of this under the pretense that you want to be in a band seriously and full time. Just remember that it is a huge commitment and just jumping at any band that will take you or getting together with any musicians who will do it with you is the worst thing you can do. Go to a, go to a local show for whatever genre you like to play, watch the local bands from your area, make sure that you kind of like are on par with them because then you'll actually be able to compete in that market. Otherwise I would say maybe jam with somebody, but don't join a band. Probably. I think it's a lot harder to improve as a musician if you're busy with writing and touring and all the other shit that goes along with being a band just make sure that you are you don't have to be like a a guitar god or whatever but make sure you're good i think a lot of people put out a lot of music before they even play live now though yeah it's totally different because i don't know it's it's tough because we don't we don't really understand from that like the perspective of the bands that are coming up now not like i don't really know of any like local artists that are around today like I literally couldn't name a single. There's a person. there's a few out of Coeur d'Alene. I have no idea. But that's only because I played with them a few years ago. They're still around, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there's like Alive in Barcelona. They've like moved around from like Pullman and oh, and they've changed their they changed their name. And yeah, like but they. I mean, it's been basically Matt Chase and Jesse that have been in the band forever. A long so, yeah. time. Like yeah. the other guys have been exchanged multiple times. So, and like, they're persistent as fuck. Like, they refuse to give up. And, like, that's a determination that, like, you have to accept. Yeah. If you're playing to 100 people a night and you're okay with that amount of success and, like, you view that as success, that's amazing. But if you're expecting a lot more than that, like, lower your expectations. Yeah. I 
If, if we had a hundred people watching us it. a night, it was a great night. Yeah. And if you, you think that we had a measure of success, then that's, that's it. That, that was a hundred people was like, holy shit. At yeah. least, at We're least like, people turned out tonight. Yeah. Like we got a hundred people. <laughs> yeah. So like compared it's, to 10, it's not, <laughs> it's not really worth much. I think being in a band takes a lot more than it gives. Oh, 100%. And, and yeet, boy. Just don't go into it expecting anything at all. Like, we went, didn't go into this podcast expecting to ever make money off of it or ever get any amount of listeners. Like, we're not a huge podcast. We never will be. Yes, but we we're, are. But we get a billion. <laughs> we're bigger than Joe Rogan. Yeah. But we're doing it for fun <laughs> and because it's what we wanted to it's do. It's also not nearly as demanding. Yeah, no. No, this is doing a podcast. Just do a podcast. Be like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's like is a new it, thing. I wonder if it's different for bands today. Like playing shows live, it took a long time for us to be fully comfortable and like where we wanted to be at as a, a live band. Like like our like our presence and our comfortability on stage, you mean? Yeah. I mean, it was probably like... Two years? Yeah. Even like the first year of touring was getting to to sound good. Like knowing what you're capable of doing for a month straight, like every night for a month straight, like knowing what your body's capable of and what your mental health is capable of doing. And then also not sounding like an idiot between songs. Yeah. Like there's so much to it that you don't even think about. Like being in a band is like running like 12 different businesses. You have like a songwriting business. You also have like a production business. If you're producing your own music, like we were like, you have a merch business. You have any There's, sort of music video shit that you're doing. Yeah. It's and then totally different. Thing. Yeah. You, yeah. You're making, you're like a fucking content creator on YouTube. Yeah. It's like 1% playing music. Yeah. It's very, yeah. Like, very there's, little. There's a lot more of everything else. Like tour was almost like a break. Yeah. From the grind of like writing and sitting at home and trying to get, cause like, on tour, you feel a little bit of freeness because you're like, okay, we're getting exposure every single night. Like, we don't need to focus on anything else right now. Yeah. But when you're at home, it's like, okay, we need to make sure when we get home, we have things lined up to keep our faces like on people's phones or on their laptops. Like, we need to constantly be in people's faces so they don't forget us. So, that's like a huge pressure as well. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we need promo pictures. We need to continue to make music videos. What are we going to do for like ads on Facebook? There's just so much more into it than I think you expect. Yeah. So you evolve as a man. This is kind of a, as a musician. This is kind of a downer. Like everything we've talked about, we're not trying to discourage anybody that's listening to this from doing music. I think it's realistic. It's real. Yeah. It's not, it's not like negative. It's not cynical. It's, the reality of being in a band is extremely difficult for any for any artist. Serious, serious band. Yeah. Yeah. But like those those highs for us were so high. Yeah. Like even though like comparative to a lot of other bands, we weren't pulling in anything. But like seeing like tens of thousands of views on our like music videos and stuff that we worked fucking weeks to make and put shotlets together for the music videos if that ever happened um, or like <laughs> getting the sets ready or just all the preparation stuff. And then seeing that payoff is so worth it. Yeah. Or just writing a song and you, you hear like your song for the first time, like fully finished. And you're like, Oh shit, we did it. Like we made a song. And then you, and then you listen back like 
two months later, like, oh my gosh, that sounds like total garbage. Yeah. <laughs> that's but that's then, that's one of those realistic things that yeah. we're supposed to not talk about. <laughs> but then you make but then you make another song that sounds better. But that's why you keep writing. And then music. two months later, you listen back and it, that song sounds like shit. And then you write something even better. Like that's just how that goes. Or maybe your next thing's worse, but you're still doing it. And it's just like Thomas Edison. No, I found 462 ways not to make a light bulb. I, it wasn't funny. Why did I say it? I don't know. <laughs> no, but... It, <laughs> um, yeah, don't have, I, don't have any expectations. Try to enjoy it. Like, enjoy the... I don't know, the minutia I, of I, it. Right? I disagree with the don't have any expectations. You just can't expect things to fall into your lap. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Don't have like these like grandiose ideations of like, I'm going to be Nirvana. Totally. You might be just do things because you want to, because so many people don't. Yeah. So, and and I, I think that was like a shock to us. And the more that we talk about this, the more that I realized that it was, it was, I think justified in the fact that we got signed because we did more as a local band than any local bands in our area by far. Yeah. But I mean, you, it, it not, that's not, right. Not that's that it was right. necessarily always good content, but we tried very hard for a very long time. We recorded our own music video before we were signed. I think we recorded two actually because we did the Arrows Four Bolts live. Yeah. So that was the second music video we did. Um, my wife's in that video. <laughs> just, just try to find her. So is little baby Cooper. Little baby Cooper, yeah. and then my wife's in saloon too. Jake's in there. It's cute. Anyway, but aside from that, but it, yeah, so if you're not doing more than any other band in your area and no one in your area is getting signed, then don't expect to get signed because why, why, why would anyone care about you if, if you're just another, I don't know if people are still trying to get signed though. Like, I don't know if people care about, I guess that might be the wrong way to say it. Maybe getting signed is, is just a synonym to being successful in my mind. I don't know. Like I envision success as like a member of the ongoing concept. Like I saw potential in what we were doing. Like you have to, you have to envision success to be successful. Like regardless of what that looks like to you, like to us, success was playing in front of a hundred people a night. Like that was a huge deal to us comparatively to other bands, maybe not so much, but we weren't really focused on what other local bands were doing. We were like, so yeah. this is what bigger artists are doing. They're putting out music videos constantly. Like and they're, they're putting, putting out, full out records. Albums. That's something yeah. else. Local bands don't put out full length albums and we recorded a full length album before we were signed and then Yeah. And now down. bands aren't putting out records. So It's so weird. Totally different. It's a different yeah. environment. I just don't understand how that all works anymore. But yeah, I guess like you're saying, but geez, it's just you try you try the hardest you can in whatever the market is. But do the most for. you can. Yeah. Like, without without everything like overworking do, do yourself, without like killing yourself to get there. Yeah. Do everything. It's stressful as doing. fuck, but the it's like the payoffs are worth it. Yeah. Like hearing people like still today just be excited that CoverGirl exists. That's so amazing to me that like people still care. And there's people are still discovering really it. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, it's not a huge legacy, but that's your guys's legacy. Like that's what you. Yeah. That's, you've changed people's lives, whether that sounds stupid or not, like you did. Like, All right, boys and girls. <laughs> like, okay, but like kids in high school, like TJ, you were saying, like when you're in high school, the music that you listen to is like the definitive aspect of your experience. And it is like, the that's the thing I remember most about my like 
adolescence is the music I was listening to. And yeah. I still listen to that stuff fondly today, even though I know it's not, I don't really think it's good anymore. So just set your own goals because you'll never be happy if you don't have them because you'll just keep trying to get further and further and further and further. And while that's usually a good thing, you need to be able to like hit your own milestones along the way so that you don't burn yourself out trying to go from a kid playing guitar in his bedroom to like the next Jimi Hendrix. Set those milestones. And the last thing I wanted to say was that you don't necessarily have to find anybody. And I mean, you can do your own shit because... It's a lot probably easier for some people, but also you can use the internet. Like there's a lot of internet based bands and post your shit, like record, like if you, you know, if you play a sweet guitar lick or like you write like a really cool drum groove, record it with whatever you have and post that shit to like, if you're a drummer, go to drummerworld.com or the drum subreddit or the guitar subreddit or whatever, post your shit there. People will see you and they will be interested. Like that's Tozen Abasi from Animals as Leaders, who's now like, considered one of the greatest guitarists in the world and has been like hugely influential for like gent music. He was just found on a guitar forum by somebody because he just posted like, Oh, I just made up this technique and everybody was like, Whoa, like we've never heard this. So try to do something that people are going to be like, Oh, that's really cool. There's bands that have been discovered through Reddit and artists discovered through SoundCloud. Just try to do something. If it doesn't work, try something else. Just, yeah. Just do don't it. Be, don't be afraid. Deal with that criticism. Yeah. That's that's going to probably be what happens, especially your first few times is that whatever you make is going to be garbage. Yeah. At least, at least 90% yeah. so of it's going to be garbage. You keep saying be... like post things, but I see plenty of people who shouldn't be posting the stuff that they're <laughs> posting. No, po- post shit and listen to the feedback you get. Take it seriously. Like if somebody's just being a dick for no reason, but if somebody's giving you criticism, right? Yeah. Okay. So my biggest thing is fuck what everybody else says. Like, if you post something and people tell you it's good, it's probably your friends and they're just lying to you. And if you yeah. post something and people are telling you it's bad, they have no investment in you and like they don't know you and your personality. Like there's such a weird disconnect for that. I'd say post shit that looks good and sounds good. If it's not like quality shit, don't bother. I'm not I'm not saying like because post it on nobody Facebook like under your pe- band page. I'm saying like if you're on a drum forum, those guys don't care about if it's like professionally produced or whatever, because they just want to see what you are as a musician. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a good way to gauge where you're at and see if people are interested in the stuff you're doing. I wasn't, I wasn't saying like record a rap song on your phone and put it on SoundCloud because don't do that. Well, everybody does. But people are going to find that like if you put out an EP or whatever, they're going to look up your name and see the shit you posted five years ago. It's a, it's not like it doesn't cripple the potential of a career, but it's not a good look. Like the best bands are the ones that start off strong as fuck. Just like immediately start putting out great records. Those are the bands that stick around. I would say have some sort of quality control. Like don't rely on your own taste for things that are good. Yeah. And don't, don't think that something could be funny or cool because it's a trend or a fad. Cause that's, that's like, yeah. Cause then you're people do that behind. all the time. If you're trying to make a s- song that sounds like it's modern, then you're already behind. Yeah. Like if you're trying to like, yeah. if you're trying to make something that's like popping right now, then you're way too late already. That's like that's why the metalcore genre stumbles over itself still is because they're just trying to do what everybody else is doing and like stay just, somewhat with the trend, but the yeah. trend doesn't change for so long that people are just dropping off because there's no bands doing anything. There are some, but most of the bands aren't doing anything super cool, super fun. Uh, should we move on? 
because that was a long rant. That was a great topic. That was yeah. an absolutely great topic. I love that. Yeah, thank Good you for topic. Thank you for sending us your question. Thanks, soccer mom. I appreciate it. I know that wasn't funny for the people that just come here for the comedy, but hopefully it's insightful. Yeah, because we're fucking funny. We actually we. I guess I did like, say foreskin. I did say foreskin. But seriously, not... in the past week, like the amount of comments, like insanely nice comments that we've gotten. Yeah, it's it's really nice. So thank you guys. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe everybody just like everybody that listens to us got a bug to like share it with everybody they know. Like all the grandmas are listening or something, but people are hopping on on our train. Well, for devil worshippers, they seem like you're a nice young man. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, you had did you have any comments that you want to talk about? Yeah, specific? people keep asking us like what music we listen to now. Oh yeah, country. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should do like a, a a top three for all of us. Like, what are you currently listening to? Not like your favorite artist. Just what is currently like going through your playlist? Let me open my Spotify because I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll just start then because <laughs> yeah, mine's real it. easy. So I'm switching between a pop station because I, I I don't have any way to play music in my car except the radio. My CD player doesn't work. I don't have any way to. I probably could figure something out, but I don't care to. So I uh, I listen to a pop station and I listen to a like just straight jazz station and it's like. There's no commercials. It just like there's like dead space, like three seconds between the songs, and then the next song starts. How can you tell if it's a new song or if it's just like a choice? Oh, you know, because you can the, tell the, the sound quality changes drastically normally between songs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like this one's from the 1940s. Oh, this one's from now. All right, I can tell that really easy. So that's what I've been listening to. Is is this is recorded on a fucking can? I've 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 been listening to the pop station. I I switched to that like three months ago because i was listening to that jazz like only for like six months dang and then wow. i switched over to pop station I'm like i kind of am getting sick and tired of not understanding why pop music like why people care about pop music it was bugging me like being out of the loop yeah like i just i like I there's that. so many songs that i'm like this is so dumb i don't know why people <laughs> like this but then but then there's like the like 25 percent that i'm just like okay they're doing something here yeah. That I could do easily, but they're 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 pulling it off so well. Most of the top fifty is shit. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's all <laughs> <laughs> See, we're we're gonna we're gonna post yeah. this on subreddit on a subreddit and it's gonna <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you wanna <laughs> You wanna join my rap crew? <laughs> Loud, that's loud that's what I've been listening to. There's Wait, so much good pop, but yeah, a lot of it doesn't to make you, it to top fifty. What what songs that you listen to on the radio like stand out to you? Uh, that the like I think the biggest one, which is like the number one song right now, is like the Weekend Blinding Light song. Oh yeah, it's been out for four or five months now. Yeah, it's I like yeah. that that freaking keyboard lead is just dun, 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 dun. like it's so perfect and yeah. so stupid simple. But it works. I just like it. It gives me. I'm getting chills right now. It's weird. It's such That's, a good song. It's such a good song. It's yeah. so weird though. Yeah, I'm not a weekend fan, but that song fucking is. Oh, it's so good. The the tw new Twenty One Pilots song. Yeah. It, like I heard it again today. I'm like, holy shit, this song's great. Yeah. It's yeah. so weird. I I haven't heard it since the first time, and I didn't like it the first time. The second time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I understand now. It's yeah, that song's weird. Incredible. What about you, Parker? What are you listening to? Well, I always go through a cycle of uh, 
a little bit of pop, a little bit of rap, not shitty ass mumble rap, actual rap. <laughs> and, oh my god, um, elitist. And a couple hardcore bands like Bring Me the Horizon. I do like Wage War. He's been listening to the, my shop when he comes over. He'll put it on and be like, "Park, what is this? Which, Keep wait, this?" Which record? That one with the orange, the diamond one. Yeah, I don't like. I like the one before that a lot better. Oh. It's the choruses get to me. What else are you listening to? That's it. That's your. That, that's the the one band that's, in your cycle right now. Is no, no, Wage no. War. No, <laughs> just on repeat. You said you don't. I don't have to say bands. Um, I really like Katy Perry's new song. There's a couple weird songs that like nobody knows. Well, not many people know about that I found. I don't remember the bands, but yeah, I don't know because I just let Spotify go and then it plays whatever songs sometimes that I'm like, holy shit, this is dope. So yeah, that's always painful yeah. for me to go through. And Tech Nine, of course. Tech, Tech Nine. Nine put a new album out. So. Oh yeah. Go Cooper. I'm going to try to be relatable with my bands here. And I'm not trying to be an obscure guy with my obscure hipster taste. Yeah, because you, you I, do. I, it's not intentional. It's just, okay. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Intronauts' last record, which I really, really enjoy. What did you say? Intronaut. Sounds instrumental. It's not. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's kind of like, like stoner. It's like stoner metal meets prog metal it's really cool it sounds fantastic um doesn't mean anything to me <laughs> it's just it's uh th- yeah it's it's a really good album otherwise ooh, the last thing played on spotify was my own podcast so i've been listening to my own podcast uh trying to get into opeth i've been listening to a ton of poppy for the past you've been listening to opeth a little bit yeah really yeah i, I got the saints row 3 remastered and that game came out in like 2010, so there's like old like uh, between the barrier to me and Opeth and stuff on there, and the like when you go in your car and the game, what the radio what? plays. The only two songs I know from Opeth are shit. I don't even know the name of the second one, but Heeshin Peel is the only song I can think the name of. You know that song? Yeah, it's off of Watershed. That's the that's the record that's on that game. The record that uh, As Cities Burn released last June, I'm still listening to at least a couple times a month. Really? Um, lot of He Is Legend, Between the Bear to Me as usual. That's about it. I don't listen to any of that. It's, it, I, I, I haven't know. even taken... I mean, I listened to like a part of a couple songs, maybe, of the As Cities Burn. Is it... You think it's good? That was by far my favorite record of last year, yeah. Really? Yeah. Do, do you like it more than their other records? Oh, they have a new one? The best sounding record it's, that they've put out. Yeah, it's incredible. I haven't oh, listened to At Cities Burn in a lot heavier than anyway, what, but, what you like from uh, At Cities Burn. I should, but it's not heavier than things I like, right? No. No, it's... it's What what genre would it be? Would it be like post-hardcore? I think so. That technically it's kind of, be... It's, there's it. a lot of post-rock influence there, too. And there's like some punk stuff, too. Like one of the songs is just basically straight punk. Oh, and then Loathe. Jake sent me Loathe's last record. Loathe. I really enjoy that, so... Those are all my bands that nobody will even fucking recognize. I think majority of people that listen to this podcast probably know S. Hades Burn. And they right? might yeah. know Opeth. Oh, maybe we're old because S. Hades Burn's pretty old. Yeah, they, nobody listens to their new record. It's like a hidden. Yeah, thing. I only listened to a few songs off it and I liked the ones that I heard. I got the record. I, the first time I listened to it was on vinyl and I couldn't stand it. And like a few months later, I listened to it again and it just blew my mind and I just. Like when we went to the cabin last, the late cabin last year. What is with that phenomenon? I want I don't to know, know what that is. I just that think happens to me too. Because it wasn't what I was expecting from As Cities Burn, I think. And it was like such a departure from what they've done before that it was like really, there's like this strange like distancing you have to do from the material you're familiar with. Um, You know, I'm not a huge fan of this song, 
but I like it. The new Katy Perry, or not Katy Perry, Um, I do like that song, but uh, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande song. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember. Is it the... Is it the... It's brand new. Love Me, or the... Say that you love me, <laughs> love me, love me. I want your, I I want your stupid love. No. Is it that one? No. I didn't really like that song. It's not that song. But that's a new one, <laughs> that's a new one right? Isn't, isn't that... Isn't that... I don't know. Lady Gaga? Is it Lady Gaga? Gaga? No, it's Ariana Grande and Lady oh, Gaga. Eight, eight, and like oh. they're... Okay, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the song, but I like that it's different. Yeah. Like the style of it different. feels off from what's coming out right now. And that's intriguing to me. Obviously, yeah, Katy Perry's incredible. What else? I, I mean, obviously, like, I can't stop listening to Louis Capaldi for some reason. Like, his Louis record Capaldi. does not get old. Like, half of his songs are, like, slow-ass ballad songs. And I can't quit Louis Capaldi. You have an issue. He's You can't quit that duck! No, I can't. Oh! Um, 1975 put out a new album. There's about three good songs out of 22. Yeah, but that one song Wait, is they have so are, are you sure, though? Because you know what the weirdest thing with, with their I love it when you sleep because you're so beautiful yet so unaware with it. What a fucking creepy album name, by the way. But that's the I name of it. I don't know if that's right, but it's close. <laughs> I love it when you sleep. I love it when you sleep for you. Are so beautiful yet so unaware of it. I know it's oh, okay. if it's not exactly that, it's just because a couple. It's way too long, though. Anyway, but that album, I... I thought I didn't like all like the filler tracks, but when you listen to listen to it all the way through, it's it listen has like an experience to it more than the filler than you aren't would expect. That bad in that album, but they've been getting worse. Oh, really? Ugh. Yes. Gosh, they're so stupid. Yeah, they need to just do the same thing over and over. <laughs> Maybe we should continue right. Here's thing. what we'll do: when we put this up on Tuesday, we can all post our favorite song that we've been listening to on our instagram story oh i'll do that definitely so if you're listening then it's gonna be a, a weird ass playlist yeah if you're ready for a headache and probably a 13 minute song from myself then i guess just look at that thank you for listening to our episode where we talked about sucking dick no <laughs> thank you for listening to our episode where we talked about unfunny things hopefully it was enlightening to some of you once again thank you to everybody who has started listening everybody who is sharing with their friends everybody who is sending us instagram messages and comments and all your love we want it all if you would like more of our garbage find us at failuresandfakes.com uh by the time you hear this we've had an episode up where we talk about what is my destiny? Which I almost forgot the name of that EP. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about all the records, half roasting them, half just actually boom not roasted. hating them. And CJ's just going to say boom roasted a hundred billion times. Uh, those are also on YouTube. If you want more bonus shit, find our YouTube channel, Failures and Fakes Night Mode, or just go to our website. There's a link there. Find us on Instagram at Failures and Fakes Pod. Send us an email at contact at failuresandfakes.com. Otherwise, that is all. Look for those bonus episodes on your feed on Thursdays, hopefully. I'm going back to work, so we'll see how that all works out. I have been your dad, your father, your paternal figure, your father figure, your good influence and your bad influence, Cooper of the Nichols clan. I have been joined inside of my meat space by Kyle of the Schultz clan. Team Schultz, fuck the Nichols. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Right. I've also been joined by Tyler Kenny James Nichols of the Nichols clan. Fuck the Schultz with that nickel dick. Okay. Wow, that's a real like cheap said, dick. Sounds like Damn. you said a word that's that is not, a cheap ass prosthetic.
The last person to exit my meat space is Parker of the Schultz clan. Pull out, pull out, pull out. <laughs> pull out a TJ. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> you wanted him to exit your meat space. <laughs> uh. But did you come, though? Yes. <laughs> Chorus. How did that happen? We just went, yeah, there!